Hey, everybody. Thank you for tuning into the Stuff I Heard podcast. This is your host, Josh Peak. This is an early morning version. Uh, I say early. It's only like 8.35. For some people, that's early. For some people, that's kind of late. Uh, with my normal work schedule, this would be midday. <laughs> for a lot of you, you're like, wait, 8.30? Who gets up that early? Because some of you guys are night owls. I get that. That's all cool. Um, I'm looking at myself in the uh, camera here, and I realize my hair is doing something funky. Um, so today happens to be, uh, the 5th of August. I didn't write any of this stuff down, but I will now the 5th of August, 2020. And I went back and listened to last week's episode. The one that I did on Saturday, uh, today's Wednesday. Um, went back and listened to it because as of Saturday, we had air conditioning. Um, as of today, we do not. Uh, we've gone a roller coaster of events with our AC lately, and I know a lot of you people don't care, or you're like, yeah, yeah, we get it. It's one of those things that you take for granted in, in, until you don't have it, kind of like food or water. It's that important here in the South. It can get so hot that you literally feel like you're crawling outside of your own skin, or you want to. And in Florence, I mean, we don't have the advantage of being near the ocean, so we don't get an ocean breeze. It's just hot and sticky and muggy. And it makes you think about things differently. It makes you think, wow, we shouldn't have bought leather couches because it's really uncomfortable to be hot and sweaty on a leather couch because it just, I don't know, it kind of generates heat or soaks up heat or makes you hotter feeling. Of course, I don't know that any furniture would be great when it's that hot in the house. Um, So here's the rundown, okay? So last week... I had to work a crazy shift. I I talked about it on the podcast. I had to work an early morning shift, go home, sleep, work third shift, come home, sleep, and then go back to work. It was was a crazy kind of a setup. Um, But our AC died on like a Tuesday. And this was the day that I needed to work, come home, sleep, go back to work. And... We just sort of set up some fans. We called the guy to come out and look at it, and he came out and looked at it, and we set up some fans, and I just suffered through it, and I sweated on top of the bed, just just covered in sweat, really nasty. Um, the guy came out and looked at it and said, yeah, there's something broken. I got to order a part, but I can I can go around this one piece to, to get it to work. It's, you know, it, it's doable. We can get it working. And, uh, and you'll be fine. Um, you'll at least have some air. We're like, yay. So he did that. And then Wednesday when I got off work, uh, after working third shift, I did the plat, the last podcast episode 247. This is 248. Um, <clears throat> so with that being said, we had some air and then we didn't have air. Air worked fine until Sunday after lunch, we were eating lunch and, we had some friends over and it was a good day. Uh, I think even on the podcast I had talked about, we'd gone over to Dan and Lori's pool. Dan and Lori then came over to eat dinner with us on Sunday and we did a little birthday thing for my grandson. My grandson turned four. Happy birthday. Um, we had a little get together for that and some, some ice cream cake. Yay. And uh, afterwards, my wife's like, I think I'm going to take a nap. And I was like, okay, I think I'm just going to sit here and chill. I, I knew I had to be in bed early. Um, so I'm sitting on the couch and I'm thinking to myself, it's a, little, 
it's a little warm in the house. And I know we just got that thing repaired. I know he's got the part ordered, but doesn't it seem a little warm in the house? Well, my wife comes out of the bedroom about that time and she, she looked at me and she says the same thing. She's like, I'm going to check the thermostat. And sure enough, it quit working again. So I said, call the guy. I mean, he had a part ordered. Maybe he's sitting on it because it's Sunday. I mean, at least let him know so he can come out here early Monday morning and, and maybe get this thing going. Maybe that's the maybe that's the thing we're waiting on is that one piece. I don't know. So she called, she texted him and said, Hey, they're I know it's bad timing, but the AC just went out again. And um he texts back and said, I'm in Charleston, I'll be back tomorrow. Okay, that's understandable. Listen, everybody's got a right to to have a weekend. I mean you got to have family time, right? You got to have rest with work. And so this is his rest time. I thought, okay. I knew that the temperature was going to be in the high nineties. And I looked at her and I said, well, do you want to go with me? And she's like, to where? I said, we're going to Home Depot. We're getting a, we're getting an AC unit to throw in the window. I got to have something. I cannot sleep in this heat anymore. And it's weird that we've gotten to that point because she and I both were raised without air conditioning. I've talked about that before, you know, and, and now it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm too old and too fat <laughs> to not have air conditioning. I want air conditioning. I have the means I should be able to just go buy an air conditioning unit and put it in a window. And that's what we did. We went into Home Depot and they had like four sitting on the floor and people were grabbing them. And I was like, ah, they didn't even bother like putting them somewhere because they knew as soon as they got them in people were buying them because this is this is a hot summer and so i asked the lady i said hey you know what's what's the deal with these how much are these and she told me and i said i'll take it she, she could have told me a made-up number and i'd have been like okay because i needed it um brought it home put it up works great right off the bat this is um this window unit is like 12,000 BTUs and <clears throat> it says it's rated for 550 square feet. Now, when I was in the Marine Corps years ago, long time ago, um, I had an incident happen where we had to buy an air conditioner unit, same size. Um, I was young. I was, uh, probably 20, 21, 22, something like that. 21 or 22 and I had a wife and a son and one day I come home from work and we lived in base housing and base housing in Southern California did not have air conditioning. They deemed when they built it that the area was never hot enough to need air conditioner. It was, but they just thought it wasn't. So we had like, gas heat which was plenty of heat in the wintertime because it never really got cold um but we didn't have air conditioning so when i came home from work one day i pulled up and there's an ambulance in front of my house and my front door's open and i'm like what what's going on and they're bringing out my son on a stretcher and my wife was crying and i was like what's going on and i could see my son and he was red. Well, people aren't supposed to be red. 
And I come out, I was like, what, what, what's, what's going on? What's going on? And she's crying and she's telling me that he's had a, a fever. She couldn't get his fever down. She tried putting him in an ice bath. He's been crying nonstop. He's, he's, he's burning up. The house is hot, 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 hot. He got overheated. They got his, his core temperature went up to like 104. That's terrifying. And I think I got out of the car without stopping it because it was still rolling and it rolled into a curb. I jumped out of it as it was moving. I was in such a panic. I followed them to the hospital. Um, they got his temperature down with fluids. They monitored him. I brought them home and or I think I, I don't know if I brought them home then or I went to Home Depot right then and um, picked up a, a unit similar to the one that I have. Now, back then they were way bigger and they were way noisier, but I did not have a truck then. I had a 92 Chevrolet Cavalier two-door. I don't know if you guys remember those. They kind of looked like the Z24s, but they, they weren't the Z24s, but it had a similar kind of sport package to it. Um, it was pretty quick, a little five-speed. Had a luggage rack on the back. Not that you were ever going to use it. Well, I had to use it. I got this young black kid to help me carry it out and put it up on the trunk lid. And, and he's like, how do you want to attach this? And I was like, I don't know. I really, it's not going to fit inside. I got I to gotta put it here, I think. I mean, and I looked at him and I said, do you have any, I'm thinking rope ain't going to work. And I thought, do you have any plastic wrap? And he's like, yeah, what you going to do with the plastic wrap? I said, I'm going to figure out how to secure it to the car somehow. He's like, okay. So he brought out plastic wrap and I, I plastic wrapped it to the car. <laughs> he goes, I can't believe you just did that. I said, listen, today when you go home and you hang out with your friends, they'd be like, what'd you do at work today? He's like, I watched this crazy white boy shrink wrap uh, air conditioner unit to his car. <laughs> It's like, yeah, I'm definitely having that conversation. <laughs> so I brought it home, threw it in the window and cooled the house off. And it, and it took it. it. It needed it. We needed it. My son needed it. My family needed it. So this is another situation. We needed it. Now, the one that we got now is way quieter, way more efficient. It's digital. It's got a little remote control. It's even got an app that you can connect to your phone in case you ever want to, I don't know, change the temperature while you're away from home. I don't know why you'd have it sticking out of your window while you're away from home, but you know, so be it, whatever it is, what it is. Um, but yeah, we're in business now. We got some air in our bedroom. Now we can sleep in comfort. The rest of the house, however, not so lucky. Uh, the room above the garage is still getting air. Strange enough, that unit is still working. Um, we've decided to switch gears on our plans. We decided that we're going to get the main house air conditioner fixed because we got to have comfort for down here. And then instead of putting a split unit upstairs, we're just going to throw that window unit upstairs. And that'll get us through this season. That'll get us through to whenever my wife can, can be working again to whenever we can afford more stuff. Um, we are meeting with the insulation guy today to see about putting extra insulation in the attic. That'll help with the heating and cooling. Um, and that may do the trick. That may be plenty enough once we put insulation up there. So anyway, 
if you guys have any thoughts and prayers you want to throw out our way, we'd appreciate it. We're kind of uh, limping along here. But not to be woe is me. There's plenty of people out there that have it way worse. Um, so I'm sure people saw on the news yesterday there was a huge explosion in Beirut, Lebanon. Um, Lebanon, Beirut. How are you supposed to pronounce that? Is it Beirut, Lebanon, Lebanon, Beirut? I don't know. In Beirut, there was a huge explosion. Apparently, there's close to three tons of ammonium nitrate that were being stored in a warehouse by a port, and it's highly explosive. It's used mostly in agricultural stuff. It can be used to make bombs, apparently, um, but it's supposed to be used for agriculture. Well, this ammonium nitrate, from what I've read online, um, there were close to three tons of it, 3,000 tons, excuse me, 3,000 tons of it stored in this warehouse. And senior officials had tried to make a move to move it to other places. And it was one of those things of negligence. Certain people kept saying, we need to, we need to re, you know, move this to other locations. It's unsafe for this much of a quantity to be stored in one place. And it was just sort of blown off. Like whoever was supposed to make the decision to do it or whoever was supposed to make it happen never did. And it had been there for six years. Now, the cause of the explosion hasn't been revealed yet. I know last night before I went to bed, I read that some terrorist organization said they did it. And then other news sources have, have since figured out that that's just BS, that they had to actually do it. When the, when the report first came out, when it first happened... I saw it on my phone and people were saying that it was a fireworks um, place. It was a place that made fireworks that, that exploded. And then since then, I haven't seen a single thing say the word fireworks. I don't know where the fireworks claim came from, you know, but Hey, this is the stuff I heard podcast. So I'm telling you about what I heard. So that was one of the claims that there was a fireworks place. It's not, I don't know what it is, but it, it looks like a port near, uh, near the ocean where they store materials and they just happen to be storing a bunch of ammonium nitrate. Um, so here's, here's the interesting part of this because everybody's got smartphones and cameras and the ability to take video and all that stuff. Um, there's a lot of video of this happening because apparently once people saw smoke, they got out their phone and went, Oh, look, and then the shockwave of the explosion happened and it leveled the city. I mean, it destroyed the city. The crazy part is, is only 100 people so far, well, just over 100 people have been found dead. Now, that's the key word is found dead. I wonder how many people were vaporized in this thing or crushed underneath ceilings that have fallen because of buildings have fallen. I don't know. Um, so far, over 4,000 people have been injured. Um, by their best estimates, over 300,000 people are now homeless. If you watch the video, it is incredible what it does to the city. It levels the city. I mean, you could be in a car <clears throat> over a mile away and it flips your car off a bridge or it, you know, shatters your windows. It, it, you could be in a building that the shockwave of it levels your building over a mile away. They say that they can hear the sound blast from this thing over 150 miles away, that it was that powerful. Um, 
there were some early claims that some people thought it was a nuke. It wasn't a nuke. There's been officials that have come out on, on various news sources. Now, see, I try to get my news sources from a bunch of different sources because we all know that CNN goes mostly left and Fox goes mostly right. And then there's variations of those along the way. I like to look at BBC. I like to look at Al Jazeera network. I like to look at, at, you know, over in Beirut, you're going to have lots of different networks. There's the Egyptian network. There's all these different news sources that are going to tell you what happened in their version. And so you kind of have to read multiple sources to get the truth, but there are news sources out there that don't care about being politicized one way or the other. They're just telling you what they found out. Kind of like me. I'm just telling you what I found out. Um, So they definitely have it worse. They are in a bad way. Um, it's really awful. It's, it's really awful. I feel bad for everybody living there. Um, I, I don't even know what to say or what to do to help them. I really don't. Um, we had a family friend whose grandson drowned the other day. Um, tragic. I, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. There was a GoFundMe on my, someone my wife knows put up a GoFundMe on their page. I, I, they're expecting, here's the crazy part is they're expecting a, a child any day now and they just lost a child. And I can't imagine how, how stressful that is, how awful that is. I mean, you, you're excited bringing life into the world you know, you know what I mean? It's, uh, breaks my heart. So let's switch gears a little bit. Okay. Um, let's talk about some podcasts that I listen to. Why not? It's a hard, hard shift, but why not? Uh, I listen to time suck number 200. Uh, Dan Cummins did a uh, podcast called, uh, the West Mesa bone collector shroomed and doomed. Uh, West Mesa apparently is outside of Albuquerque. It's uh, sort of an area that borders the desert. It's um, where they filmed a lot of the Breaking Bad series. Um, there is a huge meth problem there in West Mesa. And he goes into this story. In the beginning, he says, I wanted to celebrate the 200th episode by doing something a little different. He said, so... I have taken some psilocybin mushrooms and I'm going to do this podcast on mushrooms and we'll see what happens. <laughs> and it's funny. It's very funny. He talks, <laughs> he keeps talking about, wow, because the textures, ah, oh, the walls, the walls now are, they're slanting and they're moving and they, they're vibrating in the screen. Uh, the words now have colors and he's, He's like, I know it doesn't do that, but I saw it earlier and it didn't do that, but now it does. And it's funny to listen to him do it. Listen, he's a comedian. He just happens to enjoy doing historical type podcasts. And he's got a team of people that help him do research. And his wife, Lindsay Cummins, was there to help him uh, navigate um, in case he were to go off the rails, she could take over. But he did good. It, it's a listen, as tragic a story as it is. Uh, he does a great job of making it fun to listen to and um, it's fun to hear him kind of go off the rails a little bit. 
<laughs> he doesn't get too crazy. He doesn't freak out at any point. He, he, he is kind of, he is kind of freaking out. He is kind of like, Whoa, did not expect the, the screen to be floating. That's really odd. <laughs> um, yeah, that one's interesting. Uh, and then after that, I listened to episode 201, which is about the Columbine massacre. Um, that one was hard to listen to. That one was rough, I guess, because it happened and was so publicized. But he talks about a lot of stuff that I didn't know. He talks a lot about how the media portrayed the event and politicized the event. And when the facts of everything came out, you go, that's, that's really not what they, that's totally different than the story that they were feeding us. Um, it really makes you distrust the media that much more. Um, it really makes me dislike these two kids that much more also. Um, I think when the original media came out, they said that the kids were bullied turns out that's not the case at all. Um, that this was their retaliation for being bullied. And of course, a lot of people who've been bullied in their past go, okay, I could kind of see that even though it's horrific. I mean, we've seen it in movies plenty of times. The kid gets bullied one too many times and he goes off the rails. This wasn't that. This was just bad intentions across the board. Awful kids. One awful kid influencing another kid, actually. But I don't want to ruin it. If if you're curious about it, listen to it. If you're not curious about it, don't listen to it. Listen, I'm a firm believer in you can't unsee things. If you if if you don't want something in your brain, don't be part of it. It's fine. Was it the the Lion King says Akuna Matata? It's in the past. Leave it there. I'm not saying that's a great recommendation, but it is a recommendation. Sometimes you can't unsee things. Speaking of can't unsee things, see how I did the transition here? This is going to be good. Um, I saw a painting, and I've talked about this two episodes ago. I saw a painting in a store. I was working. It's a painting of ladies going, looks like they're going off to work with their umbrellas. And they're in their business suits. And I've talked about this before. Episode 246. Uh, go back and listen to it. If you want to check out the video, I, I got the video on YouTube. Uh, episode 246 of the podcast. You can look up Josh Peak or stuff I heard. It'll come up. Um, I think 246 was about Ben Shapiro and The Office. And I also talked about Time Suck and the air conditioning. Kind of a weird culmination of the events that happened two weeks ago. Or a week ago, excuse me two episodes ago. Yeah. Um, okay. So I saw that painting in a store that we work at the beach and I was working and I, and, and I, I, I'm not a paint. I'm not a picture guy. I'm not an art guy. I'm not a guy that's just enamored with certain art. Sometimes I am. Sometimes I'm just like, Ooh, pretty, but I've never had anything make me walk past it and come back and look at it again and, and, and walk past it and come back and look at it again and walk past it and come back and look at it again. And, and I did that with this painting and I don't know why, but I did. And I made a comment about the fact that it's, I think it was titled rain, but I, I saw it. And my first thought was my mom 
my my mama she um she was a single mom a nurse she uh was a big influence in my life and I don't remember exactly what I said during that episode, but to me, it's basically a picture of life is going to hand you a lot of obstacles and sometimes it's rain. The rain is just sort of a representation to me, but they're, they're obstacles. There's things that, that are against you and you just have to throw up your umbrella, put on your best business suit and walk forward because there's stuff you got to do. There's things that, that you need to accomplish and the rain is just an obstacle. You're going to have obstacles throughout your life, no matter what. I like the fact that all of the, all of the outfits are colorful. I like the fact that all the umbrellas are colorful because even in the darkness, there needs to be some light and sometimes the light can shine through. So I, um, I went back to that location to see if I could find that picture and they'd sold it. I talked to the guy. I said, I got this picture on my phone. I, I, I saw it in here. He goes, Oh yeah, we sold that. He goes, but that's a, that's a lady named Constance and she's, she sells quite a bit of stuff in here. And I was like, okay. And he goes, just look around on these pictures. Uh, her name and numbers up here somewhere. So this is a place at the beach called the bagel factory. And they have artwork up on the walls of local artists and they have a little, little card underneath little handwritten paper card that has their phone number, their name, the title of the work and a price. And I want to say this was, you know, priced affordable. And I was like, I've got the money. I want to buy the painting. I want to buy the painting because I've talked about it on the podcast and now mom's heard it and now mom's called me and we've talked about it. And so I went looking for the painting and they didn't have it, but I found another picture with her phone number and I thought I'll give it a shot see what happens. I mean, maybe she's got another one who knows. So I called her up, left a message and she called me back maybe 20 minutes later. We had a good conversation on the phone. Uh, she invited me to come check out, the paintings, uh, she had more, but, um, she's like, I can meet you or, you know, you can come over here. And I was like, I'm, I'm in the area. I'll just swing by. She's like, really? Okay. She was really surprised that somebody called her to want to buy a painting. I guess this has been her hobby and she's been able to sell some stuff through the bagel factory. That's my, that's the way I kind of perceive it. Um, she has a gallery that she says that she sells stuff through as well. Um, but very nice lady. Uh, her name is Constance Sabella, S-A-B-E-L-L-A. -L -L -A. And I know I'm pronouncing it in, in white boy talk. She has a, it's a different pronunciation that she has. Um, Sabella, I think is how she pronounced it. She's, she's a neat lady. She's got think positive on her. Anyway, it's neat lady. Um, she does a lot of watercolors and, <clears throat> She gave me a business card. I asked her if she had a website. I wanted to promote her. I wanted to talk about her. Um, she'd be a neat person for the podcast. I'm kind of curious if she would be on the podcast. Um, I sent her the episode where I talked about the painting and I sent her pictures of mom getting the painting. Um, I told her about the story about why, why the painting talked to me, why it spoke to me. 
and she loved it. She was, she was very lovely to talk to. Um, anyway, let me give you her email address because maybe you could reach out to her. And I talked to her about the website. She said she doesn't have any, but she's got, she's got all of her paintings. She's got pictures of all of her paintings on her phone. And I said, just put them online, like find some way to put them online with a link that you could sell through or, or, you know, reach out to me for, for prices or, or whatever. I said, but you know, with art, when you're selling art, you kind of want to put a watermark through your picture. That way people aren't just snapping photos of it and then, and then they're not doing anything. They're not purchasing one. You want them to buy it. I mean, that's kind of how you're making some money. So she's like, I don't know how to do that. And I was like, well, there's, there's YouTube videos. I'm sure some, someone can show you how to do it pretty easily. Um, anyway, her email address is S A B E L L A dot C O N S T A N C E at yahoo.com. So Bella Constance at AOL, I mean at Yahoo. So, um, thank you for picking up the phone and calling me back. Thank you for, uh, the picture. It was really awesome. Um, I don't know that I would have found it had you not done it, had you not painted it. So for whatever, for whatever culmination of events that happened that led me up to that, um, I don't know if it was the universe working that way or if it was, you know, some interesting way for a bridge to be put up between my mom and I, I don't know. But there's times where I don't have the words to say the things that I want to say to the people that are closest to me because, um, I don't know. I feel like I, I feel like I talk a lot. I feel like they've heard me talk a lot. I feel like sometimes the things that I've said gets lost. Um, and sometimes I feel hokey. I mean, I just feel, I don't know, I guess the word is um, disingenuous. It's like when I go to say the thing that that's really important to me, it's almost like you have to be in the same headspace in order to have the conversation. Otherwise, the words don't come across the right way. So anyway, this was just a culmination of events that worked out where my intention and the art and the admiration and love for my mom all came together as one thing. So thank you to Constance. Uh, everybody, please check her out. Um, we talked a little bit about online sales and stuff like that. And it was a great conversation. I would love it to be a podcast. We talked about having the creative mind and not really wanting to do the, the nuts and bolts of, you know, framing the art and selling the art and having to keep up with social media and having to, some people's brains are, are more passionate about just creating. That's one of the things I like about Bert Kreischer, you know, being one of my favorite comedians. Um, he just wants to create and he gets to be silly. And his wife, Leanne, is <clears throat> more of the nuts and bolts of making sure that that he kind of keeps the train on the tracks. 
you know, you kind of need a little of both. And, you know, maybe she needs a little help getting this going. Um, I don't think that it's her, I don't think it's her regular income. I think this is like extra, just, you know, play money kind of thing. Um, but I saw lots of her other photos and, and her, or not photos, but her other artwork and it's awesome. She does great portraits. She has a lot of people that say I have, you know, my father passed away or my grandfather or my, my mother, here's a photo. Is there any way you could do a painting with, of them? And she'll, she'll talk to them and ask them questions and find out about them. And then, then she can get a sense of what to paint and her, her, her pictures of people that she painted are really incredible. Um, you know, during the last couple of weeks, there's been uh, a lot of starfish that have washed up on the shores at Myrtle beach. And she's been doing a lot of like, like beach type paintings of the starfish on the beach and they look great. I mean, let's face it. If you had a place at the beach, that's the kind of stuff you want to decorate your, your place with. It just makes it more of a destination kind of feel, you know what I mean? So anyway, it's getting hot in the house and I got to move to another room cause I am burning up. Um, thank you to everybody who listens to the podcast. Thank you to everybody who's a part of this. Uh, I appreciate all of the shout outs. Uh, Mr. Tertessa, I see you showing me replies on YouTube. Uh, thank you. Um, big daddy, 1992 on YouTube is doing a lot of great work up there. Uh, my dad got to play with Todd and Lisa on YouTube, uh, R peak on YouTube. Check them out. They've been playing around in the quarry and jumping off of a big stand and kayaking or, or whatever around. Um, and I'm getting, uh, I have my phone on cause I'm waiting for the air conditioning guy to call me. Oh, she took the, uh, my mom took the painting to work and it's, it's at her work. Look at there. See the little statue. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, see the statue of the nurse with the wings. I gave her that a few years ago. It's got a, it's not a nurse with wings. It's a nurse with an angel behind her. Very lovely. Very lovely. So anyway, thank you to everybody. Uh, pray for the people in Beirut right now. They're going through a lot. Um, there's a lot of things out there in life that can get you down. But every once in a while, there are good things too. And you got to appreciate the good things. The good things keep you going. The good, the good things, the good things to me are what it's all about. Just like that painting, there's going to be rain. There's going to be hardship. There's going to be tough times. But you got to focus on the things that make you happy and feed the thing that makes you happy. It just makes life better. I talk about it all the time, building community, helping us grow, helping everybody grow, promote the positive, promote the positive people around you. I'm going to see if Constance can, can get something online with some more of her artwork and I'd love to share it with you guys. I think you'd dig it. So take care, everybody. Thanks for watching, listening, and uh, please remember to rate, review, subscribe, Share it with your friends. And if you want to be on the podcast, reach out and let me know. I do have the website, www.stuffiheard.com. 
and uh, we'll make it happen. Okay. Y'all take care. And as always, cue the cow.